Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air and good afternoon, Jen. Good afternoon, Michael. Great to be here practicing, isn't it? It's so good to be here practicing, indeed. Great. And I have an announcement here. All right. If you're already meditating in the morning or wish to start, enjoy the extra support of meditating with Sangha with virtual meditation groups. The 30-minute conference call meditation sessions happen seven days a week. For a complete schedule and for other practice opportunities, please visit livingcompassion.org. And a few reminders for today. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Jen, please press star six and then one. And a conversation on one topic in about five minutes is great. Okay, Jen, what are you saying? Ready to go? I am ready to go, Michael. Thank you. Okay, here we go. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Jen. Hey, Michael. This is Tony from Athens. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey. Oh, um, so I decided to call in. I had mentioned it briefly on a that thou art joke about a friend that it's really really sick, and it's been quite a workshop for me. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to, I guess, share, um, share, get some support, or just look at some things that I that I've been looking at around that. Perfect. And, Great. Yes. Well, one thing that, so many things, but one, um, I, I guess I had in mind that were I to be in her shoes, um, it, which I, it's like the thing I most don't want. I don't want to be in the hospital, like most people. don't want to be in the hospital. She's been for weeks now, and they're like pumping her full of like all this medicine. She can't get out of bed. She can't too much of anything right much but she's still alive at least so far but i had in mind okay if that ever happens to me i'll record and listen all the time i'll listen to radio shows you know somehow uh, that's i imagine that's but and she's not in this practice but i don't see her doing she does have a practice of sorts but it's like it's like you know will the willingness be there um, if that were to happen to me, would and would I be able to with doctors and nurses coming in every few minutes, or you know, just wanting to take care of myself, um, if, were I to get really sick or be on my deathbed, and just hoping I w- will have the willingness and the ability. Um, but I don't know if it makes any sense. That's just something that's been coming up as I watch uh-huh. person. Uh huh. So really watching, when you see your friend in that situation, looking at, gosh, if if that were me in that bed, going through all of those really challenging things that she's going through, it sounds like what you're clear you'd have is practice, and what would you be able to practice in those circumstances, essentially? Exactly, exactly, Uh yes. Uh And it's so interesting, Tony, isn't it, because I project that, that kind of looking 
inspires us, I don't know if this is part of what you've gotten to, but that place to realize, certainly from our own experience, we know this, we don't know how we'll practice something until we're actually in the situation. And mm-hmm. so it's like, wasn't it, wasn't it a recent peace quote or somewhere, I forget, it came up somewhere in Sangha, that notion of we practice now so that it's available to us when we need it. Mm-hmm. True, yes, yes. And it, I will say, I, it has increased my recording and listening practice. Why um, that? <laughs> I just have, because um, I did, I did, that did occur to me. It's like, okay, I want to be practicing really frequently and deeply if I were to be in that situation. So how about we do it now? <laughs> So, yeah. you know, yeah. we have a better yeah. chance. Exactly. Um, exactly. So not waiting until we're pushed to the circumstances where either A, you know, we're kind of backed into a corner, and B, it's even more challenging, as you say, you know, doctors in and out, and nurses in and out, and, you know, not a lot of the sort of circumstances we would choose to be in. So we, mm-hmm. we don't wait to be backed into that corner we practice like our hair is on fire now because essentially, in some sense, we are all in that situation. Maybe not literally. Mm-hmm. In that situation, right? in, a, we're, in, in, in that situation, in the sense that we're all in that same, we're waking up and it's challenging. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, and I also thought about just recently, like I don't want to be practicing just for when that, if that were to happen. You know, I mean, I also don't want to be like, you know, having that in my consciousness. Like I'm, I'm going to do this so that if I'm in the hospital and on my deathbed, that I'll be able to really record and listen. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. on one hand, don't want to be doing it for that reason, to be so focused on that, uh, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. But it has yeah, motivated. <laughs> Go ahead. It has motivated. But it, but it has. I mean, I do appreciate that I, I am doing more recording and listening than even yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm following, Tony, almost as chance it sounds like of you don't want to be practicing like your hair's on fire because you're afraid that X, Y, and Z is going to happen in the future, right? So it's not a fear place. It's just an inspiration place of, wow, okay, I, I don't have that set of, of challenging circumstances right now. You know, you're not in a hospital bed. You're not having people in and out of your room all the time. So it's inspiring to you to really practice because you realize something, hard things are going to happen to all of us, and they do. And mm-hmm. we want to have practice there for us. We want to have that foundation. Yes, yes. Well, that, 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 is a, that feels like that's a better way of looking at it instead of, like, being afraid for when it, that, if that were to happen to me. But just because it's the hard thing to have to have for all of us, um, and just also, like, the joy of, like, I'm really benefiting from more recording and listening. It's like things are oh. feel better yeah. Um, yeah. in general. Well, 
What a good point. Exactly. Exactly. So the the benefit of practicing that much, being inspired in that way to really deepen, especially your recording listening practice, it sounds like, is there's a great joy that comes with it to getting to yes. be present with life in that way. Yes, exactly. Yes, and just, yeah, like, just not being as stressed and, like, things are just working out more beautifully in, like, my work life because I'm not stressed or, as much or trying really hard. I'm just instead doing more recording and listening, and just things seem to be more unfolding as I go along instead of trying so hard. So I'm enjoying well, that. Well, that's beautiful. Yes, exactly, and that's beautiful, Tony, because it's so perfect for what you're describing because as you're practicing, it sounds like you're really getting to have the joy of letting life unfold exactly as life is unfolding, which is so perfect for, okay, and if at some point the way things unfold, you're in a hospital bed, then that's what you would be practicing with then, mm. right? So that, that mm-hmm. place of... You know, there there are any number of, of spiritual heroes that I've heard of over the years who are in situations like you're describing and have found tremendous depth of practice in that place. You know, mm. what, what a set of circumstances to push us beyond trying to seek that ego comfort, right? Beyond, you know, having things be comfortable and the way I want them to be and all those things so that I can be okay but to find that unconditional place that isn't based on any circumstances. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that's really good. That's kind of the ultimate in letting go and unconditional mm-hmm. love for kind of rock bottom. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate appreciate this. And thank yeah, you so well, much. Thanks. Thank you for calling in and talking about it, Tony. That's really, really helpful. Thank you. And thank you, Michael. Thanks for joining us, Tony. And Jen, I find it inspiring to see how we're motivated to, to practice and to find the willingness to explore whatever circumstances we're in. Yeah, that's a good point, Michael. Yeah, so, so it's true. Tony's not in the situation her friend is in, but she's in the situation she's in, right? Yes. Being with her friend yes. at that that side, playing a large role in all that's going on there. And so that's the piece that she gets to practice with right now, is all that goes on for her in that situation. That's such a good point. We practice with whatever's in front of us to practice with. Mm. Yes, yes. And we have another caller here. Right. You are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, it's Jodine in California. Hey, Jodine. Hey, Jodine. Hey, glad to be talking with you today because I usually can't call in, but I today I could. Oh, very good. Excellent. Um, Lovely to have you. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I was rolling back the clock. Um, to an issue I called in about in January of this year, which kind of rocked my world. Um, And it has just grown from a little seed of practice into this big thing. I'm so happy about it. Um, Oh, great. Yeah, so um, 
So what I was calling about was um, in the winter, uh, last winter, like 2021 to 22, um, I was very, very depressed. Um, a place where I've been so many times in my life and I thought I had kind of left it behind but um, it just like you know caught up with me um, mm -hmm. and during that time I was just looking at um, I was looking at depression itself um, mm -hmm. kind of what happens for me and and the insight that I got to was that um, there are times when I can't communicate what I want to communicate to somebody close to me, and I get depressed, and it's like I'm trying to say something via that via this depression. Does that make uh -huh. sense? Uh huh. Well, yeah. Let me catch up with you and see. So. Again, so many, you know, helpful things in what you've said so far. So that place of years and years of depression, working with depression over the years, and that, you know, that place of, okay, that's kind of behind me, done with that. Here it is again, coming back to it. But this time, it sounds like really having a somewhat sounds like different orientation to it of really getting interested in depression itself and really looking at that and seeing what goes on with you. And from that, this insight of that when it's you're trying to communicate something to someone close to you and what was the last piece of it Jodine after that? Um, it, it's that um, like I'm trying to say the depression is trying to say something. Um, I see. The it feels like the depression is trying to say something. Yes. Or, I don't know if that's exactly it, but, but it's like, basically, if the depression, or if I could speak through the depression, I would be saying, you are hurting me, and, and I'm depressed, um, mm. because you're hurting me, and, and somehow there's no other way that this being had to, to communicate that. Uh-huh. And so when you're saying that, that's the thing that you want to say to the other person. I'm depressed and you're hurting me. I'm depressed because you're hurting me. Yes. And, uh -huh. um, and so it's kind of like I get depressed at a person. <laughs> like it's, it's uh -huh. aimed at this person. Uh-huh. It's, but the it's communication is aimed is, at this person. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Um, and the and the insight was like, oh my god, like it's not getting through. This is not an effective way to communicate to this person, and I don't yeah. have to communicate that way. That's huge, isn't it? Well, yes. Like, like I said, it kind of like rocked my world. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why. So suddenly realizing that oh my goodness, this is not, I don't have to, and we almost can't use the word communication, right? If, we, if the definition of communication is two people being present together communicating, mm -hmm. then that certainly, it sounds like that is not what was being set up for you, right? Mm -hmm. That yeah. you are essentially, right, conditioning with tying both hands behind your back, giving you at least two bad choices, maybe more, 
And you saw through it. You saw, oh my goodness, I don't have to, quote, communicate in that way. It's yeah, like like I, can, I can use my words, as they say, right? <laughs> yes, right. Um, you can actually communicate. Yes. Um, it's, the, it's exactly the title of the book, right? Don't suffer, communicate. Right, right. Um, and um, and so so when I called in, I had I had come to this realization, and I hadn't um, I hadn't really explored you know the alternatives. But what I what I noticed was that the depression immediately fell away. It was just almost completely gone. Wow. <laughs> that is one of those commercials for just noticing, isn't it? Because you didn't yeah, do yeah. anything about it. You just had that huge piece of clarity. Yeah, and it, and it was like this bubble burst, you know, like yeah. this whole illusion just fell apart. Yeah. And and I said yeah. to the guide, um, said like, well, I don't know if if I can just, you know, completely drop this you know, overnight, and the guide said, <laughs> the guide said, uh, yes, you can. Yeah. And, and, and in a sense, you just did. Right. I mean, that's what like you're describing, like, right? Yeah, like conditioning's backpedaling and saying, well, you can't possibly drop this that's huge right. depressing episode <laughs> you've been having, like, you know. Um, Which is and, perfect, isn't it, Jodian? Because the only way, well, you can't, I mean, you know, I don't know if I can drop this immediately because what's that going to do? That's going to have you look to conditioned mind to see whether or not you've actually dropped it. And, of course, the answer is going to be no. Well, you haven't really dropped it. Of, of course, right? And, like, you know, yeah. I mean, conditioning was in the, in the catbird seat, you know, with the other way. That's where right. It's like no possible communication happening. And then suddenly, you know, the, the whole rug came out from under it. But, um, yep. and so what, what ended up happening was, in fact, it did just, it just went away. And wow. I started to see um, that to communicate um, in this relationship, I felt like I needed help. And so I convinced <laughs> uh, my husband in this case to uh-huh. start doing some counseling with me. Mm. And it has mm. just been like exactly what we needed. Wow. Wow. And, so, and so just from that clarity, getting to actually communicate, and it sounds like from that communication, being freed from that conditioned stronghold that had you back there, and now you actually get to be present and work with what is. And in this case, that was getting to say that you wanted to do some counseling together and that that's been exactly what you needed. Yeah, like, doesn't it seem so simple? <laughs> I mean, it seems so simple. Right, exactly. In retrospect. Right, and it is, isn't it? Yes. But it isn't, I mean, it, we always say that, right? It's completely simple. It's completely simple because it's the thing that Sherry's always saying to all of us. 
Get out of the conversation in conditioned mind. Get out of the conversation in conditioned mind. Get out of the conversation in conditioned mind. And that's why. Because when we're out of the conversation in conditioned mind, there's that clarity that you're describing. And in that clarity, it's perfectly clear. It's very straightforward what there is. You know, what what now life? It's very straightforward. But when we're in that conversation, it's not at all. It's very complicated and involved and you have to figure it out and all those things. Yes, and just like that person, the person who's in conversation with conditioning and who's completely confused and depressed mm-hmm. and hopeless, yeah. Um, yeah. to ask that person to solve the problem, oh, you know, like, yeah. that's, that's what conditioning loves because that person can't solve the problem. <laughs> oh, perfectly stated, Jodine. That's the Einstein quote, right? You can't solve the same the problem with the same mind that created it. And it's cruel, yeah. really, right? I mean, that's what self-hatred does, right? It's, it's step back to look at that, you know, the person that it's completely bamboozling, who's confused and doesn't is depressed and all those things, and says, now solve the problem. Why can't you solve the problem, right? Yeah, and, like, done. that's the problem with you. You can't solve the problem. Kind of. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, in this exactly. hall of mirrors. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I guess what, um, you know, where I am now with this is um, just uh, just being, I guess, you know, just so grateful that through the practice, I did have access, you know, once the, once the illusion fell away, mm. I did have access to the mentor who said, like, you know what, you know, there's been a lot of uncommunication happening. You know, I think you, you could really use something to help you with this. Mm. And it was totally okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and I would project that access to the mentor is hard-earned in the sense of you've practiced for a long time and you have a robust recording and listening practice. And so there's, you know, as that... And one other thing, actually, Jody and Wissa, is that thing you said towards the beginning of the conversation that what was different in this is that you looked at the depression and you really got sounds like curious about it, right? Well, what's what's going on for me in this? And so you really started to practice. You turned right towards it. You practiced with it, and mm. in comes that clarity. And with that, there's that mentoring presence to offer that guidance. Those very what now seem like very obvious and simple steps, but before all of that, was completely obscured. That what? was before completely all obscured. That? obscured. Before all yes. that, that, that right. clarity was obscured. You, you couldn't see the simplicity of, oh, we'll just communicate and just let's just get some assistance with this. Exactly. And it was like more fuel, that was like more fuel for the self-hate because like you should be able to do it yourself. Mm. Right. Um, right. And, and it was like, nope, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, You know, and just one more last fun thing about it, Jodine, is that 
you know, then all those things become clues for us. So the next time you hear something like, you should be able to do this all by yourself, that becomes a big red flag. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. Something's going on here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, an argument for shuffle. Yes, exactly. exactly. Just have those, have those old Listening on shuffle come all up. the time. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So thank you so much. Thank you for well, the practice you, and everything that you do. Thank you. Yeah, con- congratulations. That's a really, that's a lovely practice success. Thank you for that. Thank you. Gasho. Gasho. Thanks for joining us, Jodine. And yes, Jen, I love hearing about this <laughs> big drop of right. self-hatred. And uh, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's so it's so helpful. It's so helpful because we all always, in everything everyone says, at least for me, I have my version of it. And so then to hear that, to hear someone articulate so clearly step by step by step how they walked through it, what they saw, how they're applying that, is just incredibly helpful. Such a gift. Yes, it is. And Jen, we're going to move to good news update now. So let me find our guest okay. here. So I'm turning it over to you for good news update. All right. Thanks, Michael. And welcome to good news updates with Living Compassion. I am pleased to be joined this afternoon by Michaela, who is here to speak with us about her experience of participating in the True Reflections class. Welcome, Michaela. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, Michael. Yeah, thanks for being with us today to talk about it. So we've just finished a session of the True Reflections class, which is the second recording and listening class. We have an RL1 class, which I think is actually going to be on the schedule soon. So folks who haven't done that or want to repeat that class can watch the schedule for that. And then True Reflections is our second class um, on recording and listening that started a couple of years ago. And so thank you, Michaela, for being here to talk about your experience of participating in that class. Gladly. So Jen, the first thing I have to say is um, instead of having this conversation, which I'm looking forward to, and uh, as you know, I always have a lot to say, um, how many hours do we have? Um, Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I could also say amen, amen, amen to everything that has been said so far on yes. this show. So I, I always am a little bit nervous when I'm called upon. You know, I mean, I think as most people are, like there are this yep. moment yep. which is alienation and maybe I'm not really part of it. I'm standing outside the yep. classroom door until I'm, you know, being called in. And listening to you having these conversations, to all of you, each of you having these two conversations was um, an incredible experience of feeling all the fibers in my bodies extending and being reaching out to the first caller, to the second caller, to you, Within the conversation of the first caller, I literally, as you know, 
have been in all three places that the two of you discussed. I was the friend without a practice on sick slash deathbed. I was in the callers situation with practice. And because, you know, this comes with a lot of turmoil as, as the caller explains. I really appreciated your reflecting one more time um, what my experience has been, which is what the benefit of this practice is because we are all in the same situation in the end. And it was just, it was just beautiful. And then I went through that whole thing again with a second. But okay, I just had to... <laughs> exactly. Well, and I, I'm, I'm going to let you go ahead, Mikael. I just I have so many things to say about that. But I project, because I, what I want to say is, and it's so perfect in terms of the context of the True Reflections class, right? So I'll let you make those connections. Yes. So please do, t- do tell us your experience. So I... Um, I mean, there was just so much that I had to thought, okay, maybe I can like summarize it in you know, two or three main points. So while it was going on, um, and it was, as you said, and th- that made a big difference for me, two classes in a row, and also I've been taking these classes for years. So the last one with you, I was just in total bliss. And as I reflect, and now I'm not. So as, as I reflected, you know, what was going on, um, I thought, well, it had these elements that are more meaningful to me than anything else in the world. It had the community, it had the sangha, and the experience of sangha for me is always one of being held, being in community. I mean, that's just when I'm totally safe and happy. Yeah. And it had a yeah. teacher, which I love, you know, so there was guidance. It wasn't just mm-hmm. all of in the sandbox, which would also be fun, but you know, it had guidance, which mm-hmm. I long for. And it thirdly had instructions, and that for me was the most fun part. So that made it, while we were doing it in class, very playful and enjoyable. And mm-hmm. as I thought about that, I thought that is so funny because that is actually something that is mentioned in the, I will call it advertisement for the recording and listening. The word fun is mentioned. And for years, including this, for this one, uh-huh. the evil voice comes up as in fun. Huh. I mean, of course they would use that for advertisement purposes, but how can right. they? Right. But it's not really fun. You know, I'm in a place of misery, you know, don't tell me that this can be fun. Um, yeah. So it's just, I think the setup is just, it's just so wonderful. And, you know, I think everyone in that class um, reflected on that. And so that's just the first thing I wanted to say. And then to the fact If I may, just quickly. Yes. Just quickly on that, because it's so perfect from what you started out in terms of how much you are resonating with the first two conversations this evening, and then the, literally the name of the class, True Reflections, because that piece of get, getting to be together with Sangha and see ourselves reflected as we actually are, that's the beauty of that class in that setting that you're describing. It's true reflections. We're, we're reflected as we truly are. So I think you articulated that beautifully. And 
Jen, that that helps me get to to my next two points. So so since then, as for all of us, you know, there has been more of a slog and you know struggle and so on. And I'm I'm missing you know being together with everyone, even though we're doing it every morning as well. But so that uh -huh. that of course makes the practice and what the guide calls stay close all the more important. Yes. And so that's why we practice so then that we, when we don't have that special fun class, you know, we can still yeah. we can still, you know, stay close and, and practice. And um and my final point is just what you just what you just started talking about. It's um I mean there were so many insights and awarenesses that I had in our time together that that you know every day sort of carry me through and mm -hmm. they are liberating in the sense that um, you know they unburden they lighten they lighten me up I mean it's just it's just so it's just so magnificent to watch that day after day, no matter how I feel, you know, sort of with the... Yeah, that's a, that's a lovely connection. Yeah. yeah. That last piece, no matter how I feel. That yeah. we have that, that practice is under our belt. It doesn't mean, I mean, as you say, just like we've been talking about with the, first, the callers today, it doesn't mean hard things aren't going to happen or that we're not going to come up against things. But the deeper our practice is in those ways, especially through recording and listening, right? And that true reflection, seeing ourselves as we actually are, getting to be a companion with life through all of it, then when those difficult things come along, which they do, we have that. That's there for us. The practice is there for us. And I, you know, one connection you just made that I, I don't think I've ever quite seen it in this way, Michaela, but, you know, so classes, periodically come around, you know, group coaching things or um, true reflections or, as I said, I think an RL1 class is going to be on the schedule soon. And so, you know, I think sometimes folks will look at things like that and say, yeah, okay, yeah, I've done that class, so I'll wait for the one that I haven't done. But you make such a lovely case for, or maybe I want to do it because I just want to be with that small group of sangha and get to practice in that intense way for those few weeks. Yeah, and if I can build on that for one last point sure. that is, you know, on my heart. So, you know, I I reviewed the, you know, pretty substantial list of, like, heavy karma bubbles bursting, and I recorded and listened on what that means, the bubble burst. Mm. What, how much preparation, you know, that takes. But for me, the most important, looking back now, or not looking back, but just for where I am right now, the most challenging thing for me all my life and then throughout the years of this particular practice was establishing a relationship with a mentor. Mm. And all the all the guidance which I have had, you know, every day for five years passed me right by. I mean, not that I couldn't recite it, but I remember thinking, like, 
Jesus, the Buddha, Mother Teresa as models, not I don't even like those people. Like I, I it was complete alienation again, you know? And sort of the really over. And and with this most recent rendition of the class and all the practice and everything that has gone before, um finally happens. I think the the phrasing that all of you use is you're cultivating a relationship with a mentor. Yeah. Now it's in place and now it's safe. And that was such a crucial element for me, Jen, because the Sangha is great. Falling in every morning is great and all of this is great. But then there is the moment on the hospital bed, or you know, in any other circumstances, seemingly there is no one, um, and it's so wonderful to have that. It is so wonderful. It really is. It really is, Michaela. Thank you for articulating that so beautifully. And that really is it to have that that relationship. And we do cultivate it. We absolutely cultivate it. And I think the recording and listening class, well, the recording and listening practice in general and the classes in specific really, really assist us to do that. So I really appreciate you being here with us this evening to talk about your experience of it. Thank you, Jen. And thanks, Michael. All right. Take good care. Good night. Gesho. Gesho. Thanks for joining us. And thank you, Jen. It was a, a lovely conversation. And Jen, I'm going to bring on our next caller here. Okay. Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Hey, Jen. Hey, Michael. This is Anna in Ohio. Hi, Anna. Hey, Anna. Hey. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm calling just to call and participate and to get some support for uh, the spiritual warrior. <laughs> so um, the Except training... Those are two stellar reasons to call in. <laughs> two what reasons, sorry? Stellar reasons to call in. Stella. Mm-hmm. Stellar. Yeah. 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 And, it, and, it's, and it's, 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 it's so tremendous how sitting and listening in the queue yeah. is already yeah. a support for both of those two processes, right? I mean, exactly. I mean, the participation and the spiritual warrior, especially if you're in the queue, right? You're already that warrior. Yes, yes. To do it, to call in, to put yourself in the queue. I mean, that already is, okay, here we go. Bring it on. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because the the training experience right now is that um, on Thursday, classes start in the news job that I'm doing and energy mm-hmm. is arriving <laughs> I bet. so I actually heard before this call in the head like I, I don't think I can just sit and listen to the show I like I, without like somehow being pulled off into that content and mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and so it's it's so it's it's the support for letting the energy be for life when so much energy is arriving Oh, that is so huge. Yeah. So that that place of something big is is coming up. 
right? And so yeah. for you, it's starting this new job. And so that place where there's a ton of energy, so much that it feels like, God, I'm not even sure I'm going to be able to sit and just listen to this call without being pulled off into that content. And so the thing you're really practicing is letting that energy be for life, not letting it get pulled off. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and just seeing so much about it, right, in that just just Mm. noticing way that the, 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 the seeing the identification with the someone in relationship to that energy, you know, someone like yeah. you know, on the radio show this morning about the excruciating bliss, <laughs> like someone with a, right. ah, this is too much, I can't. Yes. Um, and, you know, this yeah. is just getting ridiculous, like intelligence just, just stop pouring all of this creativity and love through it's just too much. I need to collude uh-huh. with, you know, that identity and just take the edge off or, you know, just all of those things. Yeah. Um, and so, and so, all of then, like, just all of those times, like dropping in of ways that I've trained with this at the monastery, and 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 instead of um, being pulled off into the content, to touch into the continuity of that training, that this is the same training, it's the same process, and the, the spiritual warrior can also train here now yeah boy that is perfect so yeah because it would be so tempting right now totally different situation completely new circumstances right well it wants to get us into the really real of these particular circumstances but what you see is i have trained with this many times before looking at your training at the monastery seeing how this very same process, you know how to train with this. You have trained with this before. You know that spiritual warrior place. Yeah. And you can bring that to bear here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and truly, just the, like, the, and then the, the energy, like, as I listened to that, reflected the energy, like, soars again. Because it's that freedom of, 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 of choosing the process when the content feels really, really big, you know? And because it's that that process of it's not here yet. I'm not in that classroom yet. And so I'm sitting here and I'm working on, uh, you know, uh, like a a plan or kind of an outline for these first sessions. And I notice that I'm going along and there's the what now life, what now life. And then there's this kind of lurch in the energy. And the message that comes in is like, is you're not prepared, right? And it's it, and what I realize about that, you know, we talk about listening to life's language. It's it's yeah. it's true. It is emptiness now. It is. I'm not yeah. in that. I'm not in that room yet. It is emptiness, and the, the, yeah. the, 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 there's, that there's nothing wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's so great. That's so great. So what conditioning says about that is you're not prepared. Yeah. But the the information that life that life is giving you is just well that's it's not Thursday, it's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's so perfect. But I love that. That's such a subtle catch, right? So because that translation would I mean, it almost seems like the intelligent thing to do to panic. I mean, oh my god, I'm not prepared. I mean two days I'm starting this thing. But in fact, all that it's telling you is it's not Thursday. You're, yeah, and it's unfolding perfectly, just how it is. And that, yeah. I project, allows that creativity to flow 
and and be exactly where it is when it needs to be there. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. And the happy moments of getting pulled into the, you know, like taking the edge right. off by reading an extra thing, right? But to to, to yeah. get into the preparing. You know, the two bad choices either be completely paralyzed or over 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 do it, right? Um yeah. and just to 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 notice that too, right? That that's um yeah. it's like um instead of being defeated by that to recognise like, aha, mm-hmm, yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, and, and, and something else yeah. is possible too. Yeah. Exactly. And even that little that sense of humor that you're pointing out too, like, oh yep, uh huh, there it is. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. sure enough. <laughs> okay, there's the there's the over preparing. Oh, oh, there's the paralyzed. Yep, okay, we've heard from everyone. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that we've heard we've heard from anyone, everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, there. Of course, of course, it would be right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. Because otherwise, we're back in. Now we're in relationship with all of that, and I'm going to make yeah. sure I don't do that, and I'm going to not yeah. be that way, and I. Yeah. 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 Yes. Whichever, and then whichever way you turn, there's something to control, either the energy or the stuff that I'm doing that I'm not supposed to be doing, or you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that's so perfect, Anna, because what the clarity, your version of what Jodine's clarity is, the realization, life. This is life's energy. Let life have this energy, right? And and your life. Right, so yep. you're not controlling yep. it, you're not managing it, you're not doing anything about it, you're not going to one side of the jaw or the other. You know, yeah, does conditioning do its thing? Sure, it does its thing, and you notice that. And but it's all okay. It's all in that letting life have the energy place. Mm-hmm. That's the place where you can only Whew. just make those noises, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just get out that surfboard and, yep. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm so oh, glad. Oh, thank uh, you, Anna. And I, I know you'll, you'll, keep us, you'll keep us up to date, I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. All, <laughs> All right. right. Well, take care. Go happy. You too. Go happy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Anna. Jen, what dropped in for me in that conversation is, first of all, the enthusiasm. I could hear that loud and clear. And the humor. I mean, the humor is like secret, secret weapon against ego, isn't it? I mean, it's just so powerful. It really is. Thank you for saying that, Michael, because that was another thing Anna said that really stood out for me. It's just how powerful that place is when there's this, this scam that, that conditioned mind is so used to running on us and that we don't go with it. We see it for what it is and we get to actually practice with it in that way. It's such a tremendous sense of freedom in that, which, again, is that so much energy is released in that. And so it can, again, be that place that Ian's talking about of letting life have all of that energy. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And we have another caller here. All right. 
Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hello, this is Pasha from San Francisco. Hey, Pasha. Hey, Pasha. Hi, Jen. Hi, Michael. I'm so happy uh, I jo I'm joining the call. It's uh, what a luck. What a, yeah. What a, what a blessing. What a uh, blessing, indeed. Yeah. And um, hmm, um, I see how um, my practice uh, supports me in um, in um, many life uh, situations, and uh, especially uh, when um, when there's uh, close attention is uh, required. Um, and um, I hear the voices criticizing me. Yeah, but in other situations, uh, blah, 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 uh, you know, I'm not practicing as much as I should be. Mm. Right, and, and that's that place we can say, okay, well, that's not, we don't need to listen to that voice because, of course, that's not anything you would ever say to someone that you cared about, Right. You're not going to, yeah. so here you are practicing in all these situations and you're completely aware of how practice supports you in all these different ways in your life and then the voice comes in to say, well, yeah, but I mean, you're not practicing as much as you should over here. Yeah, yeah. And I know the goal of that voice is not uh, to support uh, my practice. It's, Precisely. Uh, to get me into that uh, conversation. Uh that's right. But the same, the same time, somewhere I heard about um, uh, that um, you know, like a like a curse. You know, uh, may you be born in some kind of uh, easy times or something. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so may I, you be born in happy times. I think yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I see how. Um, uh, where there are periods in my life where I can just snooze. You know, I can just yep. uh, uh, go um, without um, go unconscious, right? Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. and uh, um, my Sudha Zen, uh, uh, you know, um, coach uh, would use that uh, as a kind of like, oh yeah, so, you know, take a break. You know, you've been practicing a lot uh, and now there is there's no need everything goes well um yeah yeah, yeah. right that's so pseudo zen your pseudo zen coach comes in to say oh yeah go ahead go ahead tasha, mm -hmm. tasha take a break you know go go unconscious here and then yeah. quickly while yeah. you're while you're unconscious it goes behind the scenes does a, a deck change right and comes back and says I can't believe you're not practicing in that situation. Why are you not practicing harder in that situation? Yes, exactly. So I know um, yeah. it's, it's setting up uh, those traps, and while I'm okay. going unconscious, uh, I'm, you know, um, when life uh, changes and things happen, I'm just uh, in a place um, unconscious. You know, I'm 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 unable to respond as things are uh, happening. Uh, and also, uh, somewhere there's belief, you know, there's that uh, belief that going unconscious is 
is is good uh, is better than like making all these efforts and you know, and trying to stay present. I don't know like how that um, how that, but th- but there is something there. It's like it's it's a as a, it's considered when I question that um, it's it's considered or assumed to be a good thing. Uh huh. Like it's a reward. Well, you said that, yeah. right? I mean, you mm-hmm. practice so hard, you get mm-hmm. you get to go, take a break and go unconscious, and so you're right. It's setting up a duality, isn't it? So there's working really hard, right? That's how practice mm-hmm. is portrayed. You you work really hard, effort, mm-hmm. or yeah. you get to relax and go unconscious. But but it's yeah. not really what you're describing, right? Because what you're describing is that you realize, wow. There's practice happening, and it's really benefiting you in all these different areas of your life, which is really different than a really hard efforting process. Yes, yes. Uh, I think that hard efforting is um, is uh, the karma I've been uh, dragging, you know, for a long mm-hmm. time in my life, uh, mm-hmm. with with the belief that, uh, you know, what's that uh, proverb like? You have something like. Um, you know, you have to work hard to like achieve anything. Uh, I don't uh-huh. even remember what was there, but uh, that's that's kind of like underlying unconscious uh, belief uh, that uh, every everything in life requires efforting. And I'm even noticing in my body, you know, just uh, right below solar plexus, uh, there is a place uh-huh. where where I uh, notice tension. And it's um, uh-huh. I, I walk around and I'm like, oh, I've been carrying the tension here in my kind of just underneath uh-huh. solar plexus. Um, uh-huh. And do I need to carry this? Like, ah, oh, I can uh-huh. relax and keep going yeah. without without carrying the tension. And that's so perfect, isn't it, Pasha? Because it feels like those moments when you are woken up where you wake up and realize, oh, look at that. There's this tension that I'm I'm feeling right below the solar plexus. I don't mm-hmm. I don't really need to carry that tension. The body relaxes, right? And that's yeah. such a perfect moment, isn't it? To do something like, Wow, thank you. You know, thank you for waking me up. Great. No need to have any conversation about where I was the moment before and, well, you know, I don't think I was really practicing properly and why was I unconscious there, right, which is what conditioning would want to do, do a whole assessment of what's going on there and why was I not practicing there and was it easier and is it because I'm wanting to take a break from how hard. But simply in those moments where we, we wake up, thank you for waking me up yeah. and just bring the ascension back here and on we go. Yeah, yeah, and 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 seeing that tension and carrying the tensions throughout the day uh, would would make me, you know, tense and and tired and exhausted, and mm-hmm. and then I need to go break. Yeah. I need I need the uh, like in quotes I need a break to go unconscious, you know, to exactly. take a break from from this uh, <laughs> yeah. you know hard work of carrying tension around. Right, <laughs> exactly. And, of course, it's so perfect because what you describe is once you came back here, right, you came to the yeah. present, the tension was released. Yeah. So that's such a perfect, a perfect connection of what's exhausting me is carrying this, uh, this tension around, which is coming from, you know, an unconscious 
behavior, right, a belief system, as soon as you yeah. see that, you let that go, there's that relaxation that can be there. And so it so perfectly reveals the lie of that duality of you either have to work really hard and, you know, to practice, or as long as you've done that for a while, then you get to go unconscious. Both yeah. of those are serving that same system that doesn't serve you at all. Yeah, both are kind of um, ends of that uh, cycle that support uh, exactly. each other, you know, uh, tense up exactly. to get anything done, then, uh, you know, go unconscious, relax, uh, to take a break from, you know, from hard life or hard work, uh, whatever. But uh, what okay. I'm seeing, um, dropping tension during the working hours is... Um, is possible because the attention doesn't serve anything, yeah. and also staying staying present in right. relaxing hours or like snooze time um, is actually brings me here to enjoy more. Uh, okay, now exactly. uh, I'm after work. I'm sitting quiet outside yes. with uh, enjoying the weather, light breeze. Yeah. You know, connecting with yeah. uh, Sangha. I, I am yeah. relaxing and I am present. Yes. Um, exactly. There is, there is nothing, nothing better than this uh, to change. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's so great, Asha. It, mm. it reminds me of what Jodine was saying in terms of when you see it, it's so obvious. But, yeah. you know, until we see it, it's not. But, of course, <laughs> why would I want to go unconscious as a treat? Why would that be some kind of, you know, no, I love these things that I'm doing. The end of my work day, it's now time to relax, you know, listen to sangha, you know, do the things I love doing. Why would I not want to be present to that? Of course I want to be present to that. And then at work, you know, when there's the habit to have all that tension in the body, what a win-win that you realize you actually don't need that tension in the body to be doing whatever you're doing. And so you, you can relax, let that tension go, and in order to do that, you're going to need to be there because that's the only way it's going to occur to you to do it. You're, that's the only way you're going to realize you're carrying that tension is when yeah. your attention comes back here. So that's such a yeah. win-win all the way around. Yes, and, and that's, that's my practice at this moment. Um, that, um, yes. Thank you so much, Deep Gesho. Oh, thank you, Pasha Gesho. Thanks for joining us this evening. Thanks for joining us, Pasha. And Jen, that sounded like a how-to, step-by-step, how to wake up and take care of myself. Yeah, yes, yes. And, And isn't it perfect that waking up and taking care of myself are essentially synonyms? (laughs) <laughs> because that is the thing that's going to profoundly take care of me, is yes. waking up. Yes, synonyms for yeah. practice. Yeah. And that brings yeah. us to the top of the hour, Jen. All right, very good. Well, thank you, Michael. Yeah, thank you, Jen, and thanks to everyone. It was a great show, and I'm glad to be here for it. Yeah, me too. Take care. Yeah. Take good care. night. Thank you.